affectionately known as Pastor Tan. I just wanted to let you know that this is going to be able to shake a little things up here, but I wanted to let you know for me as being, it is written, uh, uh, pretty much the person that God has been able to lay on my heart is Pastor Burton. And he's been doing an awesome job in Georgia as well as the Philippines. But I wanted to bring him on and let him know who God is. Amen. Not just through me, but also through the man of God. So go ahead and take it away. Pastor Burton, can you please introduce yourself to the people? Well, well, good evening, good morning, and good afternoon, wherever you may be stationed or wherever you may be residing. Amen. Amen. Uh, I am Pastor Eric Burton. I am the pastor, the senior pastor of the Covenant of the Torch Church in Hinesville, Georgia. So if you're in Hinesville, Georgia, near there, come on by and see me. <laughs> Amen. Now, Pastor Burton, what made you want to, you know, give your life over to Christ? Wow, man, that's a that's a that's a big question. You know <laughs> what? I actually believe that, you know, according to the word of God, you know, we are called to become believers. Now, it may seem like on the outside that we chose to come to believe in God, mm -hmm. but I personally believe, and I, and I believe because the word of God says so, that we are called or appointed to believe in, in, in the word of God. For example, Abraham was called, right? Abraham mm -hmm. didn't say, well, you know what? I want to be the man of God. I want to be the man after God's own heart. Mm -hmm. But Abraham was called by God, right? And I believe that's in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, where it says, the Lord said to Abram, you know, go forth from your, your country and your relatives and go to a place where I want you to go. And that was Canaan. Yes, so exactly. I, believe, I believe that we are called, even, you know, saints of God, we're called. And I believe that is by the grace of God and, and, and God's grace you know, because of God's grace, we come to believe. So it's not, it's not, you know, on our own merits. It's because God's grace allowed us to come to believe and moved us to come to believe in him. And if we look at, I believe it's in, um, man, you got me. Okay, let me see. Acts, I believe it's Acts chapter 13, verse 18. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the apostle Paul was, um, you know, given the mission to go preach and proclaim the word to the Gentiles, and they come to believe. Yes. Let me see if I can do that. Eight, let me see, Acts chapter 13, verse 18. It says here, um, when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and honored the word of the Lord, and all who were appointed for eternal life believed. See that? Yes. So, so I believe not just pastors, but saints, we are all called to come to believe in Jesus Christ. So 
And the reason why, you know, the Bible says that we're all appointed and called because then we can't brag. Mm-hmm. You know, That's we right. can't brag. We no, can't we brag. Can. Yeah, we can't brag. And, and, and the thing is, a lot of people, I believe, you know, who are pastors and preachers and things like that, they may have not gotten that calling. There's a lot of people who are pastors and leaders of a church that really didn't get the call, but they, you know, but again, I believe that those who, you know, who are called, that is whom God works through. Those who are called and appointed for eternal life. Okay. And I mentioned Abraham. Abraham is just one example. Um, Moses was called, right? Moses was called to go and, and be a deliverer for Israel. Noah was called, you know, all of these people was called. The apostle Paul was knocked off his his, his horse, you know, and, and, and was called to be a witness for God. So, so the question is, why did I come to believe? It's because the grace of God propelled me to come to believe. See, I don't want to say I came to believe because I'm just so, so good. And, and so, you know, I just have a pure heart. No, come on now. I believe that God opened the way for me through his grace. And that was the reason I come to believe in God by the grace of God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And that's right. Yeah. And that's, and, and again, I say that because, you know, there's a lot of people who don't believe. Ooh, there's a lot of people who don't hey. believe in God, you mm-hmm. know? So those who come to believe in God is by the grace of God. And, you know, and so we have to give God the glory for that. Amen. Amen. And they Amen. do, like I said, they they know of God because mm-hmm. they we, we've been built like that to know that right. in right. God. But That's to right. not, they don't want to, how can I say, acknowledge who God mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. As they say, you have so many Elohims mm-hmm. or God. <laughs> Come on now. That's all Hebrew. That's you know, but if if you talk about the one true God, you know what I mean, the one that me and you know. It mm-hmm. it becomes more of a relationship with him and not right. a, you know, not a, a, a Terry or or a religiosity or just, you know, sitting here and saying, OK, you know what? I'm going to church because of this or right. I'm attending Bible study because it is or I'm reading my word because of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It becomes more of a lifestyle for you. But I mean, how do you feel about it? Because sometimes people say, oh, you know. You know, we just go to church because we grew up in church. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting question because, again, you know, yeah, you you're right. Uh, you know, a lot of people go to church and it's half heartedly. They go because, like you said, they 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 grew up in church. Mm-hmm. And, and look, again, I hate to say this, and I'm not you know calling anybody out or any particular person, but you know, we, you know, a lot of people go to church because it's a it's a social gathering, right? Come on now, you know, say that. It's kind of like, hey, let me go to church to check the block. Oh, yes, say that. So it's it's really not to go to glorify God, but it's to, you know, make you feel, make them feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. See, God, I went to church today. You know, mm-hmm. but that, but that's 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 a that's a selfish heart. We don't go to church just to check the block. Mm-hmm. We go to church, you know, because we want to worship God. Yeah, we want to meet with God, right? Yes. We want to give God praise. 
Mm-hmm. And that is the reason why we attend service, right? We attend yes. service to meet with God. And look, unfortunately, a lot of us, we we just go to church because, hey, mama said I need to go to church. Papa said I need to go to church. But they, you know, we don't, they don't go to church because they really love God. It's just, hey, if I go to church on Sunday, then I'll feel good about myself all week. Right. Oh, come on now. Yeah. And that's why no, God no. is first. And right. I was thinking so, about that too, like, you know, with um Cain and Abel. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Abel gave his best and his first. Right. And God, right. you know, he was blessed because of that. Now that's Cain, right. he sat there right. and God even warned him and mm-hmm. said, you know, you're you treading know, you're on some serious ground here. Right, right. That's right. So when he didn't right. get his best. You see right. what happened. And, and and that's a good example. You know, Cain, you know, even though they both gave offering, you know, Abel's offering was his best. He didn't give God his leftovers, you know. And just I like I was now. talking about going to church, we don't, we, 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 sometimes we go to church and we don't give God our best. We, we kind of half-heartedly do it so we can feel good about ourselves. And, yes. and Cain did the same thing. He gave God... He didn't give God his his first, his best. You know, he gave God leftovers. And see, here, God, I, I gave you something. I gave you an offering today. And, and we shouldn't worship God that way. Right? No. And we've, all, and we've all gone through those stages, too. We, you know, we've all gone through those stages. But, you know, as we, we, we go to church, you know, and by God's grace, we come to mature. We come to understand why we go to service, you know, because I had to grow up, too. You know, I remember when I was, you know, just a youngin, I would go to church because my mom and, and, and parents told me that I had to go, you know. Yes. But as you grow and mature, you come to understand why, you know, attending worship service is for the, the opportunity to meet with God, praise God, and give Him praise. Yeah, yeah. but so also and, but and then too, also, Pastor, it's like, um, how can I say this? Like people think that you know, we, you know, certain people say, hey, church has, you know, went to the went to the world. You know, let let's talk about that too. You know, it's like some of the church, and I'm not bashing anybody, like you said. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying is that, you know, sometimes we need to understand that, look, church used to be the haven. That used to be the 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 hospital for us to come when we were sick, when we were, you know, uh, hurt or harmed. Now it has become the haven for more, you know, things going on in the church that's damaging the people. Now, right. now, you know, how can you want to address that also, too? Because that's well, something out there too for us. You know, it's you hit on a, a on a on a topic that is just it is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. The church today is underwater. Ooh, don't say and that. I, and I and I say that, and I'm again I'm not talking about all, I'm just saying as a whole, mm-hmm. the church is underwater. Now, why do I say that? It's because the church has left their first love, their true love, Ooh, and that's Jesus. Say that. You know, the Bible says in James, you know, those who are friends with the world are enemies of God. Yeah. So the church, instead of, you know, standing on the word of God, they have 
they have allowed the world to come in. You know, you uh-huh. you know, a lot of lot of pastors today and you know, in, in churches, they look just like the world. Oh. You know. <laughs> so I mean, it's true, right? They look just uh-huh. like the world, they believe in the things of the world, they don't stand on the word of God. So we we are living in times where the church is unrecognizable. It is, it is unrecognizable. Oh. Right? Uh-huh. You know. We, as children of God, we are to be distinct. God yes. says we are a peculiar people. Yes. Right? Yes. So, but unfortunately today, you cannot tell the difference between a, a saint or a worldly person today because they all believe in the same thing. Look, I mean, look at some of the things that have come into the church, you know, alternative lifestyles. Ooh, you, you got yes, people. Yeah, that. You know, pastors who are, you know, marrying people of the same sex and things yes. like that. Yeah. God, God has nothing to do with that. No, absolutely, absolutely nothing. Absolutely not. I don't care how much sugar and cream and 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 and, and fruity pops you put on top of sin. On sin now. is sin. Sin is, is the now. sin in my life is sin and the sin in your life. And who we all are sinners, right? Yes. So the Bible says that, you know. Sin is sin, and it doesn't matter how much a person may say they love another person, whatever, it's just wrong. But again, a lot of churches have uh you know come to accept all of these worldly philosophies and things like that. And again, the church has become not a place where you meet God, but it's a place where you go and socialize mm-hmm. to look good. Mm-hmm. And, and to be in a clique, right? Ooh, but as believers, in God, as believers in God, mm-hmm. you know, in the end times, there's going to be a distinction. There's yes. going to be a distinction between those who are righteous and mm-hmm. those who are wicked. Yeah. Right? And I'm starting and, to see that more and more every day. It's this one um, I went to go to, you know, on post to get my mm-hmm. ID done. And um, I was wearing, you know, God is shirt, mm-hmm. and I, I had a good friend who, and and the and the guy was like, wait a minute, you, you know God? I said, yes, I am a pastor. He said, whoa, 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 what? Mm-hmm. Women can be pastors too, yes, sir. They can be pastors too. Can I help you? If, if God calls you to be a pastor, who, who who's to say, you know, to you know, question God, right? Yes. God says, spirit. On all his all people. flesh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, of course. I mean, you know, doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. If God's called you to to preach and proclaim the word, then that's that's God's grace. Amen. Amen. And again, as the church, we need to stand on the word. It's not popular to stand on the word of God today. It's uh-huh. not. It's Not like popular. the truth is so, what is it? It's so lackluster. It's like, you know, it's like we're in the Sahara Desert and the truth <laughs> is the water. And you only yeah. see it once in a while and you be hallucinating and all that stuff mm-hmm. when you can't even find it. And I was but like, I say, yeah, ahead. but I will say to you, beloved pastor, and, and like you said, we, we've known each other for a while. You know, we need to stand on the word of God, regardless mm-hmm. of how, you know, difficult it may seem because everybody's kind of 
going with the grain, the 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 flow of the world. But you know, mm-hmm. it's like those uh, you know, I think the, those those carp or whatever salmon they 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 swim upstream. Come on now, yes know, it is. And they, they try to jump, you know, they swim against the stream. Yeah. So true believers will swim against the stream. They would not go with the co- the current flow. They will swim yes. upstream. And, and it's difficult because we have to swim upstream and, and try to get to the top. Whereas everybody just say, hey, man, let's just go this way. Everybody's going this way. But, but, see, that's, but, but that's already innate in us. And mm-hmm. that's what that a lot of people don't understand is that mm-hmm. when God calls you and he qualifies you, it's innate mm-hmm. in you to perform the purpose he has already called you to do before your last Amen. breath. It, Amen. It becomes more and more for you to do what God says do, not Amen. because of what you say, but because it's already in you. And right. remember Jeremiah 29, 11, mm-hmm. he said he's already ordained those things in you. Right. And I was That's like, right. man, to prosper and not to, you know, cause hurt or harm towards you. But mm-hmm. I was like, OK, God, so if you're honest with us, we're going to be honest with you. So I'm going to give you at least five more minutes, Pastor. I'm, I'm going to see how do you feel is the most thing that we need to focus in on as the body of Christ for the church today in 2022? <laughs> well, I would say if I had to pick one thing that we need to really, really focus on in 2022, and I say this because of our youth, that is transmission of faith. The transmission of faith. You know, in the period of Judges, you know, it says that a a, a generation arose that did not know God. Uh I believe that we are living in a time where there is a generation of people who don't know God. Uh And they've been raised in this new what you call wokeness or whatever it is, you know, this yes. new um, worldly, you know, ideology. But I believe the transmission of faith that we need to transmit our faith, especially to our young people, especially to our young people, right? And that's what I believe was is most prevalent today. That we need to those who believe in Jesus Christ, we need to teach our children about the Word of God, and and that's what I believe that. You know, that is I think that is the most important, most important thing today that we transmit our faith, not only to our youth, but to our loved ones, our family members, our co-workers and things like that. We need to transmit our faith. Absolutely. That's a good one, Pastor, to transmit our faith. It's this generation that's coming up that's going to make the difference. So I thank you so much for your time, Pastor. It has been a wonderful time discussing these things with you. I hope and I pray that, you know, with all the things that's going on with your success, I pray that God keeps you and he blesses you. And at the same time, your family, your children, the next generation, I know that he's going to keep you. Amen. And I thank you so much and for my listeners on today and for my watchers thank you so much and we appreciate you for being here amen amen thank you so much pastor for having me you're welcome
and God bless you. And God bless all the listeners today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you have heard thus far, please follow and subscribe. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music and Audible, iHeart, Spotify, and Stitcher. Play FM, Samsung, and Podchaser and other major platforms. If you enjoy what you heard already, please show us, please let us know by leaving a five-star rating. That will help us to reach more people. And if you have any questions or comments, you can find me on Facebook at It Is Written by Latanya, L-A-T-O-N-Y-A, U-L-L-O-A. Or also, please leave a comment on also It Is Written by Afrocentric Prophet. We thank you so much for contributing and listening to our podcast. Have a blessed night. God bless you. Kanon Sumida. Annyeong.